What's going on, guys? Welcome to season two of the Guest House podcast. You know, season one ended with Dana, and so we're starting up season two. And for the first episode, I got it's, it's your boy JG A- Jordan Grant in the house, aka Isaiah's best friend, man. We A- all know this. AKA, do you have other nicknames? I mean, we we mostly go by JG. You can go JG Two Trey if you want to follow me on the gram on Twitter. That's crazy. We do call it to the end, man. Do the shouts at oh, the end. Man, it's okay, man, it's okay. Um, yeah, man. Long, long. God, we've been friends for ten, well, almost ten years. I w- it was eighth grade, right? When we y- met through Josh. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it was sixth grade. Sixth grade. Six. That's cap. No, seventh. It was seventh. Because it was sixth grade, was summer you seventh know me grade. and Wilson. It was summer oh, seventh grade because I met I knew Mister. That's right. Uh, it wasn't eighth grade because I was only eighth grade for a couple months. Because you knew Mister. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Mr. no disrespect Padilla. to that man. No. Okay, I met Mister at in sixth grade at Creekview. You didn't know me in sixth grade, dog. But no, I met you in sixth grade because I went to Josh's birthday party with Mister because Mister knew Josh and you were there, but you were tiny. I mean, it was sixth grade, bro. I, it was sixth I grade. Was. Sixth grade, Jordan. Well, regardless, Remember? it's been a long time, and it's been a lot of years, man. We've definitely been gone through it. Yeah, um, I would. It's like almost ten. Oh, easily, easily. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, you can go back and count the years if you want, but we all know what it is. Um, but no, I definitely say. listening right now have no idea. Well, right, that's true. I'm honored to be on first episode, season two. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, we were talking about like literally, right, like as. I was getting everything set up. We're talking about shoes and stuff. We grew up. I, I, a lot of my shoe game, my interest for shoes came from you. And I guess like, for you, how long have you been like into the with the shoe game for? Uh, the shoe game, I've definitely been in probably as long as I can remember. Really, it's one of the first things I kind of was interested in. Like, um, everybody kind of has something that they like to collect. Um, collecting shoes has always kind of been my thing, but. Not necessarily like the hype shoes. I yeah. always just kind of wanted to cop something that I like personally. You were like the Kobe's and the LeBron's. <sighs> I mean, yeah. Hyper early dunk 20, 2011s. <laughs> early on, I was really just more of a hoop shoe yeah. um, collector. I really just enjoyed hoop shoes. Um, the hype at that point in time for hoop shoes were pretty high. Um, you know, like those LeBron All-Star editions. Those used to go for like 400 500 bucks. Now you can get them for pretty much cheaper. You're talking about the, the LeBron 10s? Yeah, like those big bang yeah, ones I saw them for, and all those. I saw them for like yeah. 80 bucks. Right, you know, like the market definitely has lost um, a lot of luster for hoop shoes, but that's where I started. Um, I always wanted to come out in a new basketball game with something new, something else on, isn't you know. It, isn't it crazy? Because, like, in eighth grade, like, buying an $80 shoe was, like, that was, like, next level for some yeah. I know for some people. Yeah. And I know for me, like, I was rocking, like, Hirachis mm-hmm. and stuff, what I wore for eighth grade season. A good shoe, and yeah, it was, <laughs> it was amazing. Shoes. Yeah, that was <laughs> weird. It was yeah. a, a weird shoe. It's funny how it, w- it was the crotches that Kobe wore, the two K fours. And I, I know. didn't know, mm-hmm. I didn't know <laughs> how right. they were. All white, crispy white ones. Clean. No, no, no. it was a great color. It was insane. But even like now, nothing about it. It's like, oh, that hoop shoe cost seventy bucks. You're like, well, okay. Mm-hmm. These these KDs cost two ten. You know, right, right. Isn't it just crazy how like how much life? I guess your perspective changes looking at shoes nowadays. Oh, definitely. Um, I would very rarely am I ever paying even retail for shoes. I like to find deals and but like if I can find the cheapest deal for that shoe, I'm gonna take it. I'm just a deal. I just I'm a deal. 
I don't know how to say it. Like, I'm just like looking for like those Gary deals. Like, at a garage sale. Right. I'm really about that. Um, I try to make the most bang for my buck. Um, I don't like to pay over retail or pay any resale prices or anything like that. And I'm one of those guys that if I'm not going to wear the shoe, I typically like to get rid of it. I've mm-hmm. done a lot better recently in getting rid of a lot of stuff that I don't need, whether that's just giving it to somebody else. If they have some type of value, I'll sell them donate like i have way too many pairs of shoes to go wrong yeah i know so. you have a whole closet basically pretty much but I like i feel like i know for me that's still like a dream like i see the rumor in right now like people have closets this big and it's just shoes yeah and i'm like man yeah. oh no that would be a dream come true if i can have a, a shoe dude, closet just, just dedicated closet. for that by the oh, way please. here's my shoe closet i want a shoe room dude it'd be <laughs> insane it'd be nuts i won't do it because gabby won't let me but you know Gabby, if you're listening to this right now, which I, I hope you are, man, if you get a bit, if you get a house, right, you get one of those walk-in closets, maybe by a little bit bigger than Brandon's room right now, just turn it into a closet, bro. Just turn it yeah, I mean, like, you what do we need, need it that, for? Who needs that room for? Right, right. Even if Make you guys have, if you, if you have a, if you kid, you're not gonna give a kid that small nursery. You know, give them. A, yeah, you know what it is. Makes you know what it sense. is. Maybe we could talk about it later tonight. We'll see. Yeah. I'll let you know how that conversation <laughs> goes. Um. Man, we have we have probably endless stories we could tell. Yeah, and you know what's crazy too is I was kind of thinking about it, and I was like, over the last few years, like if you compare how much I've seen you as opposed to like with the five, you know, the same yeah. we've known each other ten years. The last five years, we've probably seen each other less than half of the amount of time that we spent in the first five years. If that makes any sense. Well, I remember the first five years, I was at your house every single well. When we were in school, you weren't allowed mm-hmm. to have people over. You had to ask. Right. But I was like, we were hooping like every other day. Like I, even when I lived in Rosemont, I spend. I think when I was in Rosemont, when I was from eighth grade to like freshman year, I was at your house like every other weekend. Every other weekend, I was actually about to say that too. Yeah. It was kind of a thing where, and then especially when I was driving, we were seeing each other a lot. But like the reason why I bring that up is because it's like. No matter how long it's been between I seen you, we could always kind of pick up right where yeah. we left off. And that's kind of how I know how strong our friendship was. Because it was like, if you can really be friends with somebody and not even see them, or it, exactly. it should never be weird between you and your friends, like ever. Because it's just like we already set the foundation of our friendship. So it's like, well, we have those like you know. moments too. I would say what really brought us together as friends is when we got robbed, like outside, like by your house. Yeah. Which is that in itself. Okay, I'll tell the story real quick. Because not going to lie, something, sim- something, something similar happened to me recently. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, we were in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. We were walking to go play basketball. It was probably eighth, to be honest. It was probably eighth. eighth. Going mm-hmm. into eighth grade? There was a lot of stuff that happened going into eighth grade. That yes. summer of eighth grade yeah, yeah. is a freaking movie. Um, We were walking to – so if you guys are in Antelope, Winko Park, everyone knows it's Winko Park. I don't, know, I don't even know what the actual name of the park is. <laughs> it's Pokelma Park. Oh, okay. you know, nobody knows No one that. ever calls it unless nobody you're like a boomer. And so <laughs> – we were walking to go play basketball, and I think this day we chose to walk a different route than we usually take. We usually walk the down way, the street yeah. to the left, and then we took the long way. I turned the corner. I remember I'm playing Drake, like best I ever had, through my dad's fat iPod, like first generation. I should you tell you the time. Pack. Yeah. <laughs> you had your sidekick and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just really. No, I mean, I don't even remember what I had exactly. It was like that weird flip. It was like, yeah, it was definitely a sliding phone. It was, <laughs> it was one of those cool ones. Phone. That also, before I go back to the story, had me hitting a, uh, uh, almost basically a full court behind, we like had over the headshot. Yeah, we had highlights on this phone. That if you have the phone, just we just want the video. <laughs> we just we need want. the video. Come on, just because, give us the videos. Because <laughs> that shot was so hard to make. Um, 
So we turn the corner and this guy comes up and it looks like it's like Brandon's friend. And then this uh, probably dude's like six foot, maybe a little bit shorter. Uh, hood comes on. He's like, Yo, give me your shit. And we're like, wait, what are you talking about? This guy's like, I got a gun. Give me your stuff. We're in eighth grade, so we're not testing fate. So we hand the stuff over. I remember we ran back to the house and we're like, but we just got robbed. And then we started talking through scenarios of what we could have done. <laughs> and <then laughs> so many things. Bro, I did that and my dad was like, I can't believe you got my iPod stolen. <laughs> what are you well, this isn't about, about you. I'm like, Dad, <laughs> Dad, I'm not gonna lie. I'm soft. I'm soft as sweet cakes right now, man. I'm not right. <laughs> we were heard about this. Do you man? Think? I, ain't, I ain't hood. Right. Um, no, so like two two weeks ago from when we were recording this, um, I went to meet with someone from OfferUp about some uh, camera lens. And so I'm always skeptical. So I never take anything that's like too that looks too fancy that I have, so like my Apple Watch and stuff like that. I left mm-hmm. like everything in the car. And I walked away from my car and I had like two fifty in my my wallet. And I go to buy that. I'm going to get the parts and this dude just like he's like, Yo, just give me it. And I was like, Fuck, are you fucking serious? And the dude just man, took it, called the cops, tell the cops what happened, give them the number I reached them at. They traced the number and they find it's a burner phone. <laughs> it was in Roseville. And I went to Roseville thinking it's white. It's a white neighborhood. No, not to be like, right, but it's like it's a white neighborhood. So I'm yeah, assuming everything would be that chill. Yeah, typically that doesn't happen in Roseville mm-hmm. for sure. It was right by uh, the Walgreens. The one that's on, on Fitment. Yeah. What? It's right over there. That's such a strange. All right, go such ahead. a nice neighborhood. Yeah, right. And very, so I was like, strange. yeah, but no, no, that happened. I kind of sat there and I was like, bang! So this is the first time people will hear about it. Yeah, that's yeah. the first time I'm hearing about it. It was crazy. It was a crazy night. Yeah, I mean, it just sucks, and I'm glad you s- – well, I'm not glad about the situation at all, yeah. but I'm glad you said that because it makes me feel like, in my opinion, I don't think anybody, especially if you're getting robbed, it's one of those situations like, man, what can I help you with? Like, you, yeah. need, you need something more than just this $250 in my pocket. Like, you need guidance. You need help. So, like, that being said, I mean, anybody can say, oh, what they would have done. It's just like, why are you robbing me out of all this stuff? Yeah. You know what I mean? I can help you find a job. I can help you – Get I money know. like what? I can give you guy. I can give you anything, man. Like why do you need to at, take? This at the end of the home, day, you know? there's the world we live in. People are just messed up, man. And yeah. so I mean, it's take it on the chin and kind of just move on. Which I mean, that's all I had to do in the end. Right. I mean, money but is money. You can make it back. That's it. You can't get your life back. So you know, I'm glad it. Yeah, I'm glad you're all right. That's really um, on thing. a sadder note. Sacramento Kings in this damn bubble. Oh, man, you talk about sad. Sacramento Kings in this damn Good bubble. day, though. They Good won day. today. Well, Good well, day. You can't, you can't put them all the way down. Yeah, they did the, win. Beat so. the Pelicans today. The Pelicans. I mean, everybody thought they were the shoe-in to get in, weren't they? Yeah, I think. I mean, we're all even, I, we, have to be, we have to win out the rest of our games. There'd have to be some losing between some of the teams. And the Grizzlies the and stuff have to. Grizzlies. Well, the Grizzlies, the they're 0-3 or 4. They, they haven't the, won a game yet. They're still so. at the eighth spot. That just tells you how big of a lead they had God, between yeah. everybody else. I was surprised you got <laughs> invited. I was like thoroughly surprised. I, w- I knew we had to win out all eight games, and we'd be a- we'd make like seven. Well, the thing so with the bubble, you only had to be within three and a half games of the eight seed. Uh, right now, all the teams are within three and a half games of the eight seed, but it just depends on who's eight and who's nine at the end. Then that's who the play-in tournament is. 
right now with the way it's looking, it looks like Memphis might lose it completely because they don't have Jaron Jackson. They're already started off winless. Did Jaron Jackson opt out of the No, bubble? he tore his meniscus. So he Whoa, was playing wait, when? Yeah, I think yesterday he just tore his meniscus. Oh, so Jaron Jackson. I know, I know uh, Jonathan Isaac went down with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, that was because King. So it's like, and that sucked because he was, they were up by like 30 points and he tore his ACL. So that, Someone that said, uh, because he didn't kneel during the national anthem. There should karma. be no conversations like, about karma. I was like, geez, that's tough. <laughs> there should be no conversations about the dude, fact he didn't stand. Fan, basketball fans are cut. There's the no correlation between karma hitting an injury between for somebody that chose to stand yeah. up. That, like, there's if that's what he wanted to do, that's what he wanted to do. But there's nothing wrong no. with that. <laughs> like, you no. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just, the just as much as there's nothing wrong with the people that are kneeling, in my opinion. You know what I mean? You have to let them, yeah. you have to let them voice and protest the way they want to protest. But listen to what they're trying to say, you know? And I feel like a lot of the time, those players aren't necessarily getting listened to because they see that action. And it's like, man, I thought we were past this, you know? Like, yeah. Colin Kaepernick did this, and y'all were mad, you know? Now, 300-plus NBA players, and you're still mad when you tell when you're telling them, oh, well, don't do this, don't do that. You're telling them what not to do all the time rather than just listening to what they have to say. So, But that's a different topic. Yeah, yeah. Going back to the Sacramento Kings, Yeah, going Kings, back to the Sacramento though, Kings. Um, I was just really disappointed with the fact that they came out and they were upset about the ringer and all these other yeah. um, news outlets, media outlets, not covering them for even having a chance to make the play-in tournament or even make the playoffs, right? Yeah. They had no chance, essentially. I mean, they also said that about the Phoenix Suns. So you see Suns. how Devin Booker uh, is doing that. He's doing pretty amazing. I mean, the Devin Booker's a really good talent. Devin the Kings don't have it. Devin Booker's like Devin leaving Booker. Phoenix, by the way. <laughs> he's I mean, kidding. he's going to he's going to uh, Minnesota. <laughs> you think he's going to Minnesota to play with D'Lo Ready? and Cat? Uh, Who they have? They don't have Covington. Covington's on the on the. God, that would have been he's the on biggest. The they're gonna get rid of. They're gonna finally get this three together. Well, they're going to have to figure it out soon because that's the only hope they got, in my opinion. But, no, again, back to the Kings, Isaiah. Back to the Kings. Sorry. It's so <laughs> easy to talk about other good basketball <laughs> I know, teams. Basketball, I'm just glad it's back. Because Buddy healed. It's the worst fucking – it's the biggest mistake we ever made in Sacramento history. I'm sorry. Buddy I'm say healed? It. Buddy healed. I'm sorry. Vladi Divac said three years ago that if this trade didn't make gifts to the playoffs in three years – he would step down as GM. He said, "If and the Kings weren't better in two years, the Kings are not better. We are not. Better. They were. We were. To we, be fair, and I'm we not were defending. Six games out of playoffs the year we traded Demarcus Cousins. You're 100 percent right, and and I don't want this to get misconstrued saying you know I support Vladi Divac and I don't and Luke Walton, whatever. You know what I mean? They're there. The reason the reason why I say they were better technically is because last season where they ended was better than what they've done." So that's the excuse that Vladi Divac now has. The injury bug, and they yeah. were better last season. Who is Th- it is what it is. That's what Kings fans need to accept because Luke Walton and Vladi Divac aren't going anywhere. Who is our coach in between? At least not now. Um, George Carl and George Carl, Mike Malone. Who's our coach after? Wasn't it Mike Malone, then George Carl? It was Mike Malone, then George or Carl. Or one of the whatever. Who is our coach after George Carl? Before Luke Yeager. Walton. Dave Yeager. Remember? That's and that's who we almost made playoffs with. Yes. And then we said we want Luke Walton. I think the fact of the matter is that it the Kings should have kept Dave Yeager and drafted Luka Doncic, but there's that. Luka got twenty boards. 
30, 20, and 10. So, oh I my mean, gosh. Like, I hate basketball, bro. <laughs> it makes you sad to be a Kings fan. Well, okay. Marvin Bagley's window in 2K is so high. <laughs> so high in 2K. Whoa. Also, one of the most disloyal person. Marvin Bagley, if you listen to this, in 2K, they make your character <laughs> so you refuse to resound the Sacramento Kings in your. You're asking for a very high contract. You don't even make an all-star team. <laughs> Isaiah's highly upset with Marvin Bagley's 2K attributes. Well, in 2K, okay. <laughs> I have, I have to explain this. Like I have to explain this because when I play the games and I'm as Marvin Bagley, I'm dropping 30. 30 and 15, right? And he's hitting threes. He's he's hitting the out. It's mainly alley-oops. He's leading the, leading the league in, free, in field goal percentage, right? Mm-hmm. And I go watch the game. And this man is struggling to get a board against Robert Covington. I hit that mic too hard. <laughs> Robert Covington, dude. I hear you. Um, the one thing I will want to say, and to get back to it, the Kings started off 0-3. They really struggled in a lot of the play. Um, it was just disappointing to see because they came out and they didn't have a lot of fight in them. No. Um, they weren't pushing people around. They were just pretty much getting punked for three games. I know they were up late against Dallas, but that was more so about them just hitting a lot of shots. And then when it came down to it, they were playing ISO ball. Come, You know, you got to look at Luke Walton when it comes to that. But I, I think the fact of the matter is, is next season it's definitely going to be like that. That will tell what this team is. You know, Marvin Bagley should be hel- healthy. And if he plays, I think people are going to like what they see. I think every time he plays, they like what he sees. The only problem is he's played 13 games, and yeah. a lot of that is, doesn't really come down on him. You know, he had a lot of injuries that season. It, it happens like yeah. that. That's just the it NBA. It was like ankle you know? stuff, too, so you guys – Foot sit. stuff, it's but as a, as a big man, you're like – It's concerning, for sure. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but at least he doesn't have two ACL tears in both knees or dealt with something like that, you know? Like, I think in Marvin Bagley's case, if he gets court time, he'll probably be one of the better bigs in the league if he keeps on a – Good progression, more, you know. The so. more I look at Bagley, I see him more as like a Lamarcus Aldridge type player, in my opinion. That's his. That's his window. That's but his. That's his ceiling, really. I mean, the thing about Marvin is like he's such a pogo stick athlete. I think it's just more of those things that like Lamarcus is more of a jump shooter. I think uh, he can be more like a Stoudemire, in my opinion. You know, like yeah. as a good rebounder, can attack the rim off pick and rolls, can pop a little bit. He has more of that kind of, and then he can just. At his size and the way he moves on the court, Marvin Bagley can just be a matchup nightmare. He can literally get 10 offensive he's a, rebounds. He's a pretty somebody. solid perimeter defender when I play him in 2K. <laughs> he just needs to play. That's really the biggest thing about Marvin Bagley. You could tell De'Aaron Fox, look at him now. He's just playing. That dude's mm. one of the – he's just the Popping best off. player on the king. That's really what it is, and that's what it comes down to. He came so. through Dutch. Have you so. met De'Aaron? I've never met De'Aaron Fox. You ever though. seen him in person? I've seen him once. He's very long and tall. That's I mean, He's you don't. Like he looks age. a lot We're taller older than him. him. We're yeah. older than De'Aaron Fox. Mm-hmm. That's why I sit and think. I'm like, man, if we grew up in Texas, same same childhood. <laughs> we were playing NBA basketball right now. Well, you know, maybe if I was team. six foot three, six foot four. How old are tall you right now? Five ten. I stayed at five ten since eighth or er, since you weren't tenth grade. Yeah, tenth grade. Tenth grade. Eighth grade. No, tenth grade. No, I remember in eighth grade, I was like five four. Yeah, I got a big growth spurt, so I thought I was gonna be six. Went to the doctor for one of my physicals when I was like, years no, you're there. like yeah, right you'll here. be at six. I went two more physicals after that, and I was like, so what about that six? And they right. said, I don't think it's gonna happen, Good. dog. No, I'll give you six high fives, but that's all you're getting right now. Yeah, man, six. maybe I just gotta get some heels, some boosters, you know, those little insoles that give you like yeah. an extra inch or two. Man, that's what I need. Um, 
are they? Do you? So you worked for Sac Republic for a little bit, right? I'm still working for the Sac Republic. So what do you do with for Sac Republic? It's kind of tough because, um, so mind you, they're in the USL, so that's like yeah, um, one league lower than the MLS. Yeah. Are they getting um, a stadium? Yeah, they're, they're already the building big stadium, the stadium, right? I don't know about exactly what's going on, especially with COVID. Yeah. I'm sure that slow or that at least slowed down the process. They were supposed to be in MLS 2021. I do believe, but now it's looking like 2022, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I'll have to get fact checks. I'm not. They don't give me a lot of that information, anyways. Um, literally, I'm just there to set up the field for the players. Um, oh, okay, so you're like an equipment guy, kind of. Well, it's more so like stadium operations. Mm-hmm. No matter what's going on in the stadium, we'd be setting up for. But we haven't had a lot to do because we're literally only setting up for TV broadcasts. You know what I mean? We're not setting up for fans, and they desperately need the fans. Yeah. Like, that's really what it comes down to. Like, my boss only works 20 hours a week. If my boss works 20 hours a week, I'm getting four, max. You know what I'm saying? Like That's tough. And that's just kind of what it comes down to. So, um, ultimately, and then they had to postpone one of the games because they're still traveling. Yeah. That's one thing I don't understand. Why are they still traveling? You know, I think if any sports wants to continue, they kind of have to have a bubble situation. Um, Otherwise, it's just good. Because there was a test. Um, that someone took, I think it was like a player from the opposing team mm-hmm. had tested positive, so they postponed that game. But then yeah. they were playing like <laughs> the next week, so I don't, I don't get the process. Um, I don't know, like there's no way fans are gonna get back in there this season. So it's kind of no. one of those things that it's. I don't just think a, we'll have fans again. You won't see fans till next year. Minimum 2021, yeah. and that's I'm talking. Later, I think I think what the NBA is doing though with how they're handling fans is like incredible. That's also your water if you wanted it. Oh, thanks, bro. Um, appreciate that. Yeah, sorry, I got the big one. Um, but that's how the NBA is handling it, like looking at the bubble and stuff like that, like and how they're doing the games. I think that's perfect. No, it is perfect. But I, I don't mean, think I don't know how long it's gonna last. Is oh. next season supposed to be in Orlando or? Oh no, that was literally just to finish out. This that's season. supposed to be it. So the next seasons are traveling. Mm-hmm. Well, then we're just right back to square one. I think so too. So it's kind of a situation. I mean, basically, the Golden One Center is barely filled anyway, so it's not like they're going to miss out on too much. But <laughs> oh, are we talking about like for the Kings specifically? I just mean for well, the I'm league, saying you in know? general. But I mean, like fans will find their way in. Eventually, they're going to get fans back in there. Um, again, with this COVID situation, I don't think we have any business being in an all in just an arena with 17,000 no. people. No, I don't even want to go to big events and stuff like that. Me working for the Republic and knowing how important it is to have fans in there, I'm not even advocating for yeah. that. That's the last thing I would want because it would just all we're going to do is spark another out of control outbreak where it's just getting to the point where it's like what are we doing? I think stuff should still be closed down. Like the fact that I don't know cuz the mall's still closed. Yeah. At least as of right now, to me, my store's closed. Advance I, the last thing I'm trying to do is go back under any circumstances, you know what I mean? Because it's like you're putting my own health at risk for that. Because it's like a lot of people want the freedom to be able to move and do all that stuff, but it's not taking away your freedom to make sure everybody's safe. No, you know? no. And I think it's just being cautious about like, going about things. Yeah. And then – um. Well, you know what's crazy? is William Jessup University. Yeah. Right now they're they're planning on going back to face-to-face. When this bro, I, I'm supposed to go back on August 24th, and as of right now, I'm supposed to go back into that in those classrooms. Oh, they're a private university, they so all, I oh yeah, I yeah, understand they don't necessarily have to go with the grain like everybody else, but mm-hmm. to like, we got no business. 
Do they are they offering Zoom options for you guys? Or? I'm not sure. I can't That's tell. Tough. That's tough. Like and and I feel a lot of pressure on the yeah. school because they have chapels and all that other mm-hmm. stuff that you have to go to the 20 chapels, um, which is essentially just worship. You know, like yeah, you've yeah. seen them. Um, you still have to do those that I know of. Like literally, I don't know. They they just told me that like they're doing their part to adhere to the CDC's guidelines. There's if, no way. If the CDC knew that they were going to open, like, they would tell them to not open. In my opinion. Yeah. In CDC, my opinion, no, CDC, I feel like that's if you're what listening it right now. Please we'll help. <laughs> CDC. We're snitching. Go- Governor Newsom, help <laughs> me out, bro. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. People, I don't know. This whole pandemic's weird. It's a weird adjusting. Yeah. Like making sure I have my mask everywhere I go and stuff like that. Mm. Supposed to before, I'm just used to just this. I kind of like it, to be honest. I feel like it's something that it changed our world. <laughs> Almost for the better, because now at least, because I don't know if it's just me. I feel like people have a problem with personal space. So now when you got to at least give people six oh, yeah, feet no. of space. I side eye you know? people when they stand too close to me. Mm-hmm. It's like old, old ladies love just being, just I look at them, I'm like, I'm like, yo, get away from me real quick. <laughs> Point shot them. Yeah. Um, God, what was I just going to say? What was I just going to say? Paul Pierce is a bum. I can't talk too much about sports because not everyone listens, listens uh, watches sports. It was my podcast. A lot of them are Dutch people, though. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, I was Dutch, everything at Dutch, man. It's pretty solid. Pretty crazy, but pretty solid. Why do you say uh, crazy? Like, how's, how's COVID been treating you guys? Has everything been okay? Or do you feel like a lot of people uh, aren't taking it <laughs> serious and, <laughs> and you're in the midst of it? Um, I can only say so much because... Uh, I know you have. There's certain things I can and can't say. Um, I think we've had two cases pop up at other stands, and they were all handled well, and everything was handled like that. I was trying. I want. How do I how do I say some of these things? Um, I think it's all being handled very well. I like like I'm getting used to wearing a mask. I had the really long beard, so Mm -hmm. wearing a mask and stuff was like different, but. I'm just super cautious about everything. I had to stop dapping people up. And obviously, like, we stopped doing cash and, like, stamp cards. People lost their shit. People were, like, we had people cuss us out. First week, we stopped doing cash and stamp cards. We had people uh, complaining. People still come by and they complain. But everyone, for the most part, kind of gets that, like, yo, COVID and stuff. And there's some people who come and they say, like, political things. And I sit there. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm just here to make coffee. You know? And so... Uh, I said that's the only crazy part, and then everyone's just freaking out. But, like, I don't know. I got tested. I'm good. And so, it's just crazy with getting tested. You get tested, and then ne- the next day you can get it. So it's like, yeah, I need right. the I need the I need the bubble treatment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> been watching like the vlogs and stuff like Javale McGee and stuff. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Dude. I I admire the way the NBA has um really like took that first step. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people should follow, it to w- especially if you're in a sports organization. Like, if you want to get back to it, I feel like a bubble is mandatory. Because look at them. They came back twice uh, with those mass results. Zero, t- zero came back positive. Th- that's huge. That means they can continue. And believe it or not, that means they kept the virus out. That's kind of, yeah. you know, like some of those places that are kind of back to normal. Like in other countries that are like we don't have New any cases, like yeah, like New Zealand, you know what I mean. So if you keep it out, I guess that's the cool best thing. But I don't know. A lot of play, 
And then also you got to think like the NBA has got how many players? 12 to 15, like maybe 20 yeah. on the team that are like players. 343 people. 343 players in the league, not including all the staff and everything like that that are actually inside the bubble. But for a team, for like football teams, aren't there like 40, 50 players on the team? Yes, yeah, so you get 50. You have a 53-man roster that travels with you. There's mm-hmm. 16 teams. Is that even feasible? For the NFL? It looks like it would they be have the way money, They have the money to do that. I guess so. So like that, I feel like that should be their first line of business is yeah. creating something like that to ensure that if you want to continue, you want sports to be back. You have to take into account these people's um, health. And then you also have to give them opportunity to opt out as well. Yeah. Um, because I don't know. I don't think it's fair to put it on the players and say you have to come back, especially to yeah. start your season. Well, I mean, they're giving – it's mostly fans who are upset about it because right. like, the players are, are opting out like – each person, which it makes sense, people are opting out because like their kids and stuff like that. So, I mean, I mean loved ones, relatives, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sports is sports is gonna be different. This whole world's gonna be different. I don't know. It's gonna really? be a completely different time. But at the end of the day, we're still going. I gotta do something real quick. Uh, shout out Melissa. Uh, shout out Jess. Shout out Maria. Maria, I hope you listen to Sam's podcast. And then uh, I think it's everyone I have to shout out. People who just listen to my podcast all the time, man. It's been pretty cool. It was pretty tight. How do you like The Office? This Office? Yeah. Or not I thought like, you were talking about the, the Office. I was like, love that show. Yeah, it was pretty solid. Show. No, um, love The Office, man. I like the show. I got to add more stuff to it. Oh, no. I mean, you have to. That's yeah. bare minimum. No, I, I expect that out of you just with your we have a uh, you know? We have a signed Doug Christie jersey framed at our garage right now. And I'm like, uh, why is that not in here? Um, you need to get Doug Christie on this podcast. Is what you need to do. Let me figure it out. Get some Sac uh, Sac Republic people. Get me in contact with them. I don't know a ton of people just yet, <laughs> but just give me a second. Wait until I get into I'm the Kings to, organization. I'm working on a. If anybody from the Kings is listening today, hire me. I can do yeah. something for you. Uh, my buddy of mine knows someone who used to coach Vince Carter. So I'm working on getting VC. I mean. <laughs> working on they, getting they, they worked out with Vince Carter, that's it? No, they they coached him. Oh, they coached Vince Carter? Yeah. How old was he? Uh this is 30? like when he's like old? Yeah, uh, older. I think I could get Vince Carter. Or is this like when he coached Vince Carter when he was like ten? They, no, he coached <laughs> Vince Carter when he was like <laughs> he was older, like towards the end of his career. He like trained with him. In oh, when, like his trainer, I got you. When he was in Sacramento, he trained with him. Hey, tell him to hit me up. Um, <laughs> I can help y'all organization. Might get a Snoop D O double G. Get him on here. Yeah, no, we're working on it. <laughs> it's it's a process. It's not easy. No, booking celebrity I, I, people. I understand. I understand. But I have a friend. In, uh, I'm trying to get Harry Giles too, which I hope. I mean, if he we'll stays, see. he's not. I it's they didn't um, pick up his option. No. So it's yeah. kind. We're at the mercy of if another team offers him a lot of cash, which he's done a lot against some of the bottom feeder teams. Like, he's played a lot of minutes and showed said, out to them. They said so he's going to the Cavs. No, I heard Detroit. Detroit. Don't be surprised if Harry Giles signs with Detroit. I promise you. They'll give him time. And if he plays with Christian Wood, that'll be nice. That is a good combo. Remember, because Cleveland has Drummond now. Oh, yeah. You know, Detroit, they literally have not much. Uh, so D. Rose, they got. They got Derrick Rose. At this point in his career, you know, like – I'm glad Derrick Rose can play. That's great. You know, I'm glad he's getting touches too. I'm glad he's not like. Is he starting? No, he's backup. No, he starts. Starting? I, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he was six he man on, on Minnesota. Yeah. Delo's in Minnesota now, right? 
Yeah, remember the D-Lo cat now. They don't have much else. Uh, it's, it's them two. I'm just saying you send, a, Kogi. you send a Kogi. You send a Kogi. You send a first-round pick, top three protected. And you send uh, you still getting on that, one other that Devin Booker. Yeah. Thing? You can get these trades done. So you know, ready? ready? Are you ready for you this trade to get rid of? All ready? right, go ahead. We send out Buddy, a first-round pick, and a... Uh, Who else do we have on our team? Justin James. All right. Two players, one pick. Devin Booker. Phoenix ain't accepting none of that. Dude. Unprotected top top uh, unprotected first round pick. You might have been talking if you if you threw everything in the kitchen sink at Washington for Beal. Harrison like Barnes. Harrison Barnes, Buddy Healed for Bradley Beal. I'm sure they're gonna want some picks. Nah. They're going to want something more than just Harrison Barnes and Buddy. I sent Harrison Barnes in the first round pick to. Why do you want to trade Buddy so bad? He's not good. He's not inconsistent. He's an inconsistent player, but he feels like he deserves more than what he's getting. I understand if you're upset with him for some of the comments he's made in the media, but you don't think he has any validation for what he's talking about? I think he has. I think he. Do you think Luke Walton is doing a good job coaching him, no. putting him in the best situations no. for him to succeed? I think a Kings organization is enough place where the player can, can go to grow. You don't think this, the Kings are an organization people can grow in? No. Understand. There's, there's no. There's no way. Because look at Cousins. Right. No. No. You're and right. And Cousins was frustrated. Right when Cousins was happy, we're like, by the way, we're getting rid of Mike Malone. Are you talking about grow as a as a player, or are you talking about grow as a like? What, what do you mean grow? Grow as a. Well, grow as a player, but I feel like your potential gets lowered when you come to Sacramento. The only person who's uh, who's exceeding that expectation is De'Aaron Fox, because De'Aaron Fox is like I'm going to be good regardless. And they have a little bit, they have a better culture already than what Demarcus was in. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It was barely. just straight dysfunction with yeah, Demarcus yeah. Cousins, right? But even like Cousins and uh, Matt Barnes together, mm-hmm. they dude, he was so happy. Rondo, we had Rondo. Yeah. And we're just like, give it to everybody. So my only, like, response to, like, you know, you're not liking Buddy Heald, and I understand. Buddy Heald's probably the most polarizing player on the Kings right now. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, the, the opinions of Buddy Heald are very drastic. You have the top end of the spectrum where I'm closer to. I'm very big on Buddy Heald. Uh-huh. I love Buddy Heald. And the reason why I do is because I know what his potential is. He's potentially one of the best shooters in the league. Yeah, and you have, and they don't necessarily utilize him as such, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I think Luke Walton has a lot of sets that don't go towards the basket. So just in general, the Kings get stagnated because they yeah. can't get to the line, so they can't stop runs, um, and they don't really get a lot of defensive stops. So it's like you have to, they have to hit everything from the three point line. So everything is going out towards the three point line. But he has a lot of sets where Buddy Hill brings up the ball. Why is Buddy Hill bringing up the ball? He shouldn't. There's there's times where he's on the court with Corey Joseph and De'Aaron Fox, but he's bringing up the ball. If you have – the thing is I've always believed is I'm a very big fan of traditional shooting guards, Mm -hmm. meaning like someone like James Harden taking like 20, 30 shots a game. 23-pointers. And you're just – but you're just taking them. Like you're you're shooting relentlessly, you Mm -hmm. know, as opposed to nowadays you see like point guards playing – Shooting guard mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and now they're like their pass first shooting guard as opposed to like if Buddy wants to shoot the lights out, Buddy should shoot the lights out, and he's done it before. But I'm saying the consistency of it. Same reason why I like Bogey irritates me, because guess what? Guarantee 
Bogey went for 35 this game. Bogey's going for like 10 next game. He he shot one for 15 last game, and then he had 35. He hit his first seven today. So it just tells you they get hot and cold. But again, I think a lot of that comes down to, um, like, I don't see a lot of catch-and-shoot Buddy Heald shots. It's like, isn't that the most – that should be the team's – the other team's game plan. I'm pretty sure that probably is. Make sure you limit Buddy Heald off catch-and-shoot three-pointer. Did Buddy Heald um, win the three-point contest? What's up? Did Buddy Heald win the three-point contest? He won the three-point contest. So it tells you how good of a shooter he is. I know Clay Thompson and Stephen Curry didn't participate in it, but, like, I mean, didn't they still have Trey Young and Duncan Robinson and all them other cats? So yeah. Devin Booker, you know what I mean? Like, these are some great shooters that he's out here beating. So, and I know that doesn't mean anything, but it kind of comes down to it, like, a lot. Imagine if De'Aaron Fox was playing in a system where they weren't running. How, how much worse would De'Aaron Fox be looking if he was playing in a system? And they kind of didn't run this like, year. Playing like so, Brandon Knight. Right, and De'Aaron Fox... Like, you have to play to these players' strengths, in my opinion. So, if Buddy Heald is not getting a lot of catch-and-shoot opportunities, you're not putting him in the best ex- best um, situation to to succeed, in my opinion, you know? It makes Buddy Heald have to shoot more off-the-dribble three-pointers. Now his percentages are going down. He's, like, he's not very good. He's very sloppy with the dribble sometimes. And he looks indecisive sometimes. So, I don't know if it's just about Walton getting him out of those situations. He also needs to work on it. I, I'm going to... He he has to. You I have to acknowledge the fact that he needs to work on his ball handling. Yeah. Like that, that has to be a thing. But I think it's because he know. has single braids in right now. He has those <laughs> Travis Scott doo doo braids in. He just took them out. So he so, did. Uh, yeah, he just took them out. Did he, he cut his hair? No, but you know it's just long. Just tell you. I'll tell you, man. I used to no lie. I, I maybe cut it a little bit, but it wasn't. You should. They got that barber shop in, in the bubble. The elites ain't cutting it. <laughs> it's tough. It's insane. Um, do you still play 2K a lot? I've been playing more recently. Jordan kicks my ass in 2K every time we play by like 50. Yeah, I I but just I seem to have Isaiah's 10. number in 2K for sure. I don't under I don't I don't know why. I genuinely don't know why. I know you're not a terrible 2K player. No, because I play other people, and if I lose, I lose by like four points. Right. Close and games. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, and I play you, and I lose by 50. I don't understand who wh- who I'm picking it's, wrong. It's the home court advantage. Maybe I got to play you at your crib or something. Yeah. You usually be playing in my crib. Maybe I got the controllers or something that you don't be liking. I don't know. My setup now is so – because this is, this is my desk for my house. Do you play on this monitor? No, no. Oh, no. I was about to say, you might be going crazy if you're playing on this monitor. No, no. I'm about to get another monitor to bring here because I'm going to start streaming and stuff. But yeah, that will be fun. At my house, I don't even have a chair in my room anymore. Yeah, I mean – It's my bed. I'm not – I play 2K – but I also I saw you on Red Dead for a while too. I, I still kind of play Red Dead. I think that's one of the best games I've ever played. And I'm about to get um, it again. This is Get no sponsor. No, this is not sponsored by no, Rockstar. Not, not sponsored not. by Red Dead. None of that. Two K, especially not sponsored by Two K. Let's get that straight. Y'all need to come out with a better game. Yeah. Let's get that. You guys, are, you guys are. Did you see that Two K Twenty One trailer? Uh, the most recent one. Yeah. The Two K Twenty just slap Two K Twenty One on it. Yeah. No, that was current gen. That was current gen. That was. Current I need to see the next gen highlights. Right. I, I've I seen highlights of next like gen, of what it's supposed to look like apparently, and I don't know if this is fake. Let me see if I can find it. I don't know if this is fake, but it looks insane. It looks so real. Are you talking about like one where Zion's just sweating? No, 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 no. All right, cool. Because I was not impressed. <laughs> I mean, it was cool, but it didn't blow me away the way that. Um, 2K14 blew me away when um, that went from PS3 to PS4. That was a that was crazy. Maybe this was a concept. 
But this was supposed to be like the game. So like picking like college teams and stuff like that. But this is supposed to be the next gen. Apparently. Look at the way they move. Just look at the whole thing. Yeah. What? See, this doesn't look That's real. This looks real. Yeah. It looks well because the monitor is not exactly to me. It looks like a real game. Look at the way they move. Well, that's not a video game. That's what I'm saying. That's not a video. This game. is a video game. That's not a video game. This was yeah. This must be a video game. Oh, this is cap. No, because look at the look at the fans. Look at the fans in the stadium. Oh my God, you're right. That's crazy. So if this is what next gen supposed to look no like. No way. I'm for it. All right, all right, all right. Let me if. 2K21 comes out looking like this video that Isaiah is showing me. Yeah, this is insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? I'm copying that thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a copy regardless. I'm a hooper, so it's just yeah, like it's a kind of a must too. Yeah, you gotta if you're a hooper, you gotta have 2K, man. It's like especially if you play any type of games, you just play it just because you you play basketball. That's really why. If 2K didn't just own the whole market, I'd probably play something else. You know what I mean? But. Live is just a bad, bad, bad competitor, so it's like not even close. Yeah, no, two K is unmatched, and it sucks. You, you just hate when something owns the whole market because it's just like they have no competition. Well, two K, two K tried doing the WWE games for a while. They they did a bad job. They just lost them. it. They, they just did they canceled. They just canceled the next game. Mm-hmm. And they, well, aren't they doing a more arcadey one? Yeah, I saw the gameplay. I hated it. It's okay. I mean, it's just like I don't think wrestling should be simulation, anyways. Wrestling should be more arcadey, but somewhere in between, man. Man, like, I just imagine remember me playing with my wrestlers and thinking like, here comes your RKO, and then you play these games. Like, it's just the same game. Why are you charging me eighty bucks? Yeah. Right. How often do you play Red Dead? Do you have a crew on Red Dead? Uh, I have a posse. <laughs> like, like your friends or like yeah usually um it's just like me if like me christian or b-dub are on there um it's pretty fun though um the only issue with red dead is um their servers are so bad i know they're so bad like they'll kick you out all the time and it i think it's just because it relies on player to player interface there's not like like a red dead cert you know what i mean so yeah. it's not like they even try to keep a good connection going for you it's just like it always boots you up. i want to start doing a gta online the will play the, well they had a really cool they they've added really big updates for both they for did both grand theft auto online and they, red have, dead multi- online. they have other servers they have role-playing servers for PlayStation. i mean yet? you can role play but it's just like if a griefer comes out there and it's just like killing you non-stop what well, it's like do? okay you know, like, especially on GTA, GTA Online is toxic, bro. I saw this. This trailer, too. Cops and Crooks. I think, yeah, I hope this is the real trailer. It basically was introducing, um, it was introducing this to online. And so you can, like, be a cop. And this is, like, what. You did that right now? Uh, hey, I think timing. so. Bad timing. Yo, yeah, <laughs> but this is like what they need to add to console gaming to make GTA more, I guess, appealing. Well, my question is, all right, so you can do role playing of this on console. You can't do it on console. You can't do role. I got you. Yeah, 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 I hear you. Yeah, December that would be a big time thing. Yet. I agree. But my thing is, is like, so GTA Five has been out since 2013. Yeah, that came out on the PS3. 
Greatest game ever. It lasted the entire life of the PS4. Yes. And still coming out on the, pl- on the PS5. So it's coming out on the PS5 with new online content. So, like, obviously Rockstar is milking the hell out of it. Yes. Um, I don't really have an issue with it. But the problem is, is, like, they're not always coming out with content mm-hmm. for their players. And they leave them in the dark a lot, you know? So it's like players don't even know when to expect new I things I think from GTA 6. I think GTA 6 is on the way from what I've heard. Oh, it is. No, no, no. I'm no, so is. excited. But more people were upset about where it is in development, if yeah. that makes any sense. Like, I think they just started it, like, recently. And it's, it's just like, how did like y'all just... I think that's Cap. They had yeah. to have been working yeah, yeah. on it a little bit. I would have started um, working on it as soon as... Uh, well, now they got to do next-gen graphics, though. Right. So, God, it's going to be a while. That, But, yeah, it's going to be a while. It might be 2022. It might be 2024, right to be honest. No, nah, Dude, nah, yeah, nah, it's nah, gonna, nah, it's nah. Drop. Unless... Bro, they would have had to have started yesterday for that to come It's going to drop, and they're going to be like, <laughs> no way. here it is. Uh, I think 2021, 2022 is probably what we're looking at. But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say get your hopes up for anything, especially with Rockstar, because they're very slow to the punch. I'm doing another podcast in, like, 45 minutes, and I got to take a nap. Um, Are you getting a PS5? Yeah, as soon as it drops. Jesus, that's so much fun. I got to cop that new Spider-Man, first and foremost. Oh, yeah, no, that made me want to get what yeah. I said Spider-Man is one of the better games I've played in a while, too. The Avengers video games coming out? I'm not as big on Spider-Man the Spider-Man just got announced for it. For sure. Like, I'll probably buy it, too. Yeah. It looked cool. COVID. I don't have COVID, by the way. Sorry, I coughed. I don't hey, have COVID. Pre- I hope you would told me that before yeah. <laughs> we started By the, the way, I have the coronavirus. Oh, I appreciate um, they, they They just announced Spider-Man. We knew that was coming. We knew that was coming. We, they it's didn't only, even it's only on PlayStation, though. It wasn't it only on PlayStation before? No, they never even talked about adding Spider-Man. People were just assuming. They just announced that that's a PS4 exclusive. Oh. PS5 exclusive yeah. as well. PlayStation exclusive. Now I got to do my pre-orders because the beta drops this weekend. And the pre-order is just 60 even for those new games? Yeah, and you get Spider-Man. I'm surprised they didn't make Hawkeye. the games 80 bucks. to be honest with you, on PS5. Are they still sixty? W- that's what I was asking you. Oh no, I have no idea. Like I, think, I think I think no, I think they're eighty. I think like two K next gen will be eighty dollars. You think they'll add it by twenty? I'm sure yeah. they will. I'd just be disappointed. I'd be like, man, y'all know what it is. <laughs> like that's. I who hate it. <laughs> um. Do you want to plug anything for yourself? Nah, man. Um, just want to keep raising awareness that Black Lives Matter. Uh, I don't want to get too political on your podcast yeah, yeah, or nothing good. like that. And uh, it's not it's not political in my opinion. It just it's the way I think the new world that we're going to create with this generation is going to be the best version of it in my opinion. Um not to gas ourselves up as leaders or nothing like that, but I think we're all just stepping up and and speaking out for what's right. And as long as we continue to do that, I think the world is going to change for a better place, man. All we want to do is just create not create equality, but reset equality, if that makes any sense. Like, you know, like, well, maybe even create equality. Because, like, how often does a lot of these people have the opportunities that everybody else does? Yeah. And that's kind of what it comes down to is um, we need to create opportunity for the people that not, never got it, you know? So, really, that's kind of all I got going on for myself, man. I don't want to make this about me. Uh, I just want to say thank you for having me on for the podcast. Um, yeah, no, definitely. It's fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I always enjoy doing podcasts. I always do another one, too. 
all we did was just count or record a conversation between us two. Basically, that's yeah. really kind of all it has to be. Um, well, thanks for being on. Thanks you guys for listening. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, make sure you guys leave a review and leave a rating. The more ratings and reviews we get, the higher up we go, and the more notice we get. Try and get to the most one of the top ten listened to podcasts in the comedy section uh, by the end of the year. Um, if you listen to this on Spotify, just uh, download it, follow the page, share the page, show it to your grandma, show it to your mom, show it to your uh, dog, show it to whoever you want to listen to. Um, and thanks for listening. Thanks for being on. And we'll catch you guys next time. See ya.